A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. We're talking careers here on Weekend Mornings, inspiring interviews, Singapore stories. I've got a very special guest, Lila White. She's a fitness guru across Southeast Asia, done many things with Elite Fit. Uh, she's the co-founder of Mind Body Lab at Punkil. We know her well, and uh, welcome to Money FM 89.3. Thank you very much for having me. It's really exciting, and I hope and I wish that I can sound so cool like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're already uh, sounding pretty cool to me in, in my ears, but you're talking five ways to create your own fitness brand in Asia. This is something you've been involved with, Lila, for almost 20 years, and, and it's been your inspiration, and you've worked with everyone from an overweight seven-year-old boy to an 88-year-old woman, helping them with fitness. You're building brand across Southeast Asia. So let's go through your five points, five ways to create your own fitness brand in Asia with Lila White. First one, authenticity. What do you mean by authenticity? Um, It's important to know your personal brand. Um, These are all my own personal views as a businesswoman, a business person first. Um, what is um, you have to be true to yourself. For example, I'm just going to give you an example because these are all my personal Mm. uh, experiences. Uh, I'm not a CrossFitter. So if I were to teach somebody and they want to do CrossFit, that's not my forte. So I have to be very, very authentic. Um, And my job is to refer you to somebody that does it. So you have to be really truthful on, on knowing who you are. So don't pretend to be something that you're not just to grab the business, right? Absolutely. And you've obviously had people approaching you for whether it's CrossFit or something else that you're not familiar with and you've never been tempted to say, okay, I can do that? Yeah, because I think it's robbing myself. I have to be very credible and that's where we're going to talk on the second part of segment of the, mm. the five points. Um, I think that once I cross the line of trying to do something that I'm not comfortable with, then the respons- responsibility is going to be huge on me. So with your own fitness brand in Asia, what are the things that you felt comfortable uh, teaching? You know, because you work with some big-time celebrities across the region. Yeah, it depends on what they need, their needs are and not my wants. Um, I've, I am a qualified uh, aqua aerobics, uh, aerobics instructor, trainer. Um, but I, after a while, my forte is personal training one-to-one. Uh, for me, when I do uh, aerobics mass classes, it's such a huge responsibility because different capabilities and levels. Mm. So I feel like, you know, I feel responsible for each and every one of them and it stresses me out. So I'm not good at that. So I will stick to personal training. All ah, right. Yeah. So that's what you feel you're best at. Yes. Yes. Okay. One-to-one. Oh, one-to-one. Okay. Point number two, five ways to create your own fitness brand in Asia with Lila White, the co-founder at Mind Body Lab and well-known, of course, from Elite Fit. Credibility. Yes. Uh, it's one of the most important too because you're building a personal brand and we have to be credible because you are going to be viewed for your credibility. Uh, you know, reputation is very important and it can be ruined easily. Once you do not have that trust anymore, it's so difficult to build again. Credibility, you're 100% right. And I mean, just looking at how fit you are and what great shape you're in, you're, that's your brand, I guess, when you walk around. You've got that credibility because you're walking the walk and talking the talk as well. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I think that it's very important for me to take care of myself. And I cannot tell people 
to take care of themselves if I don't represent what I say. Mm, exactly. Yeah. Do you, have you seen many fitness instructors that aren't in good shape that are kind of trying to continue, you know, maybe a, a business that they've created over a number of years? Yes, I have. Um, some of them are really very smart. They know what they're talking about. Um, but this, we are in the business of you have to practice what you preach. Mm. Um, for example, if you give uh, somebody an exercise and they say, I can't feel this muscle group, which you are supposed to target, and you cannot give them specific instruction, then it's very difficult for the client to understand. So you have to do the work so you can explain better. And I guess things are always changing as well. So that uh, credibility uh, is ever changing, ever evolving. Uh, correct. Um, but... My personal belief is you have to have the foundation first. The rest of it, um, fats and you know trends, mm. it changes. Mm. Uh, but the very basic core is very important, like form, safety-wise. Mm. So all those will proceed, uh, um, will overtake. Sorry. Uh, the fads and whatever is out there. Right, yeah. When you think about when we were kids, uh, health fads were very different to today, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I can barely remember myself. Okay, five ways to create your own fitness brand in Asia with Lila White. Um, number three, know your niche. Yes, there's a lot of things that is out there at the moment. So you have to know uh, what's out there, who are your target audience, whether it's kids, mm. whether it's adults, or whether it's the golden ages. So in order to uh, serve your customer well, so you have to know what you are good at. Exactly, yeah. I, I guess we've gone through different phases where, you know, housewives may be really into fitness and they become interested in something else or... Uh, you know, older executives may may get into it. Um, so you've seen different um, changes, I guess, when it comes to who's interested in wh what your market is, what your niche market is. Yeah, because I think nowadays people are very um, into taking care of themselves. So the lifestyle balance is important. Everyone is finding balance. So be it housewife, be it a student, be it an executive, be it a royal family or whoever it is, we all are trying to find balance because at the end of the day, we have, our body is the only machine we have. Mm. We have to take care of it. Yeah, and it breaks down then. We have real issues, don't we? Yes, exactly. Um, uh, mind, we are um, elite fit and achieve is a great advocate of mind, body and spirit. Mm. And your niche has been very much uh, working with high-end individuals as well. So is it by word of mouth or you know, how did you reach out to them? It's word of mouth, and um, I've been very, very fortunate. Um, I guess my reputation is quite well. It's, it's pretty good. Um, but all my clients, they come from different walks of life, be it uh, executive, high, high profilers. Uh, when they come in, they walk in, they come in as a human being. Mm. So I don't see them as somebody that has a title. Uh, my personal belief is the title belongs to them. It doesn't belong to me. When they come in, they, they trust me, and I have to serve. Is it hard sometimes when you are face-to-face -face with royalty or, or an, a celebrity or do you just kind of take that all away and just go one-to-one -one as a fitness person? I think whoever walks in, um, I have to be very, um, um, what do you call it? I have to be polite. I, I, I am a polite person. Respectful and Respectful, polite. that's mm. correct. Mm. Um, you know, uh, it doesn't matter who they are, uh, whether they are royalty. At the end of the day, they want. They are. They are handing over the most precious thing, which is their personal views and personal um, 
their personal, how do you say it? Um, perspective or... Yeah, perspective mm. and their body, you know. Mm. So I don't look at them as like, oh, royalty. It, it doesn't matter whether they are a student. I still have to come in and respect them because that one hour when customers walk in, they are at their most vulnerable. Mm, exactly, yeah. And everyone's, I guess, you know, everyone is a bit kind of embarrassed about certain aspects of their body or their physicality. Of everyone. Course, of course. Even beautiful people, you know. Yes, even me. <laughs> I have a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah, we all, we all do. Uh, I, I hear you, Lila. <laughs> all right, point number four, five ways to create your own fitness brand in uh, Asia with Lila White, the co-founder of Mind Body Lab at Pankill and, of course, Elite Fit. Have a unique point of view. Yeah, you you have to know your competition um, and also you have to stand out. Um, for me personally, I don't fit in the box. So I have become like from a personal trainer, I've created wellness programs. Um, I was the managing director for Fitness Best Asia Awards, the first mm, awards yep. in Asia. Um, so everything that I do is unique because I just don't think going to the gym or doing certain type of exercise is for me. There is a bigger picture mm. than this. Mm. So that's my uniqueness. Yeah, everyone, everyone's different, I guess, and you understand that. Yes, because at the end of the day, it all have to exist with one another and not just one mm. by itself. And I guess you touched on this point just now. Uh, know your competitors. That's point number five, five ways to create your own fitness brand in Asia because uh, competitors are springing up all over the place now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, competi uh, competition is good. It, it, de it demands you to be better. So um, you have to be unique. And even if you, you are unique in the sense that you are doing the same thing, but make sure you do it better. Mm. And can you expand on by what you mean on that? Okay, for example, if I were to open a gym and then the gym lacks, for example, it lacks uh, a machine for leg exercises, right? Mm -hmm. So when I open the next, my own gym, I will make sure that it caters to that and include that and not just one part of the body. Right. So, so whatever you want to create um, or you see an idea... It may, might not be your idea, but you can create something a lot bigger and nicer that you want. That's a, that's a great point. I mean, financially, is it rewarding working in the fitness industry, you think, in Singapore and, and Southeast Asia? Or is it, is it a challenge all the time to make, make money? I think um, people are mesmerized by being a personal trainer now. When I started was 21 years ago, there were only three outdoors trainers and two of them were women. Uh, and one is a guy. We were called freelance and it was never freelance <laughs> because you were, you know, 24-7 and because you're self-employed. And then the trend, uh, because we had Jane Fonda before was an icon. Yeah. Well, did you did someone you looked up to a bit? Uh, yeah, mm. I, I love Jane Fonda, mm. um, uh, um, the way she has evolved. Mm. Um, then the, when personal training just bloomed, when personal trainers became the icon for celebrities in Hollywood. Yeah. So then everybody wanted to be a personal trainer. So at first we were looked down because we were personal trainers. We're not bankers, you know, we don't right. work in an office, yeah, yeah. right? But now every, almost everyone I know, they want to be a personal trainer. Mm. But I've it, even thought about doing it because I love working out and I love uh, hanging out with people, you know. It's crossed my mind. Yeah, I can, I can tell you love to <laughs> hang out with people because they're so friendly. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I think it, it's a lot of hard work. It comes with a lot of responsibility. 
Um, you have to understand this is not a machine that you can put a screw in by the end of the day, mm. but this is uh, somebody's body. When they come in, they feel like crap. And when they leave, you make sure that they f- leave, leave with great, great confidence and to do better the next time. Mm. So part of it's almost like being a psychologist, isn't it? Getting inside their, their mind and making sure they feel good, not just physically, but emotionally. Of course, because that is people come without makeup. People come without their office suit. You know, they are the most vulnerable. And you can hear a lot of stories. And it's up, it's, you as a professional have to keep that confidential. And you as a professional should not judge. You as a professional have to serve. Your job is to serve. I like that. Job is to serve. Five ways to create your own fitness brand in Asia with Lila White. One, authenticity. Number two, credibility. Number three, know your niche. Number four, have a unique point of view. And number five, know your competitors. Anything else you'd like to add? Just have fun with life. That's <laughs> have it. Have fun. <laughs> You've got a smile on your face. It uh, makes it easier, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Never have a chip on your shoulder. Um, if you don't get that job, it's not for you. Uh, my, my philosophy every day is to get up, uh, dress up, and show up. I like That's that. That's it. All right. For the moment, Lila White, many thanks uh, for being with me on Money FM. But we're going to have more from her a little bit later right here on Weekend Mornings.